It's a mystery. There are two commitments for Boston College football, and we don't know who either of them are. Well, I'm going to tell you who I think they are on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. So let's do a little recruiting talk. Now, I know we say we're going to have Mitch Wolf back on this week, but um, he's, you know, he's been under the weather. I've been under the weather. Um, so we're not going to get a chance to do that. But there's so much recruiting news going on. We did a whole episode on it on Monday. We're going to do even more today. Now, as I said on Monday, there was a uh, Jeff Halfley get in, you know, with exclamation points in, a, in an Eagles um, GIF to describe that there were two new commitments for BC. And now we already know who one of them is. It's Ryan Mickow, the uh, versatile offensive lineman from Florida who committed right after his visit ended. But there's another name that we don't know. And we got a little bit of clarification this week um, because there was not only just that one other missing player, but there's another one because Dave Googs, Dave DeGuglielmo, the offensive line coach, talked about having two big dogs committing. So... Let's look into who that could be, because if Guglielmo is saying that there's two big dogs, that means to me that there's two offensive linemen, and it would match up with some of the names that I've heard bouncing around that could be committing to BC this week. So first name, Luke Black Backlenko uh, from Georgia. He is a, uh, sorry, North Carolina. He is a offensive lineman, 6'6". He's got a bunch of big offers. He was on campus, and he could have. He could have be he could be the guy that could have could have committed. Um, you know, I think he has one more official visit left. I think it's to Stanford, uh, so it could be him. The other name is Michael Krauss, who I interviewed on bcbulletin.com. You can check out that. Um, he talked to me and he said, you know, BC is really high on my list right now. You know, I I'm really high on on the Eagles. He could be one. And then there's the the, the uh, golden goose, if you want to call it that. Amir Herring, that's the four-star offensive lineman from West Bloomfield, Michigan, who has a final grouping of like BC, Nebraska, Michigan, Michigan State, like some really good schools. But he was on campus on an official visit last week, so it could be him as well. Now, when you look at who it could be, some of the decision, some of the the evidence of who, like where it's gonna, where the commitment's gonna come from, uh, comes from conversations I've had with recruits, some of the things they tweet and like. So I have my thoughts. Now, just on conversations I had, Michael Krauss seems like the most likely just from conversations. He really liked BC. He had a very good uh, visit. He liked it a lot. But the key with Krauss is that he still has an official visit to Pittsburgh this weekend. So it might not be him. Amir Herring, I if you want to believe it's Amir Herring, you go ahead and do that. I don't think it's going to be Amir Herring. Um, I think he's got way too much... Uh, uh, you know, other things going on in other visits. Uh, you know, could BC land him? Sure. Um, he's been very close to the vest in terms of what he says to the media. But BC seems to be up on his list, so he could be someone, but I don't think it's him. For me, it could be Luke Becklenko. Now, he has another official visit, but, uh, you know, I he was one that I didn't get a heart. Like, a, he, I, you know, after an, a visit, I reach out to all the recruits and it, whether they talk to me or not, sometimes is a as a good barometer 
of where they're at, right? If it's a kid that's like, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm going to go visit this place too. You get a feel that they're, they're not going to be committing. Sometimes if they're going to commit, they don't really talk. They stay quiet. They don't put out like, you know, interviews and things like that. And Luke Baklenko has been really quiet. So I saw him retweeting. Uh, someone asked him about the Paisley uniforms and he talked about Wells Crowther. I got a feeling it's going to be Luke Baklenko. I think that 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 offense in terms of an offensive lineman, he's a perfect fit for BC. Uh, he gives you an offensive tackle that you could use. Um, he's he's big. He's got a great offer list. He's from a good school. Um, I like I like what you could get with him. So he's my guess. That's my my guess right now. But it could be somebody else. But for that offensive line role, the one that the the big dog that Googs was talking about. I, I'm going to put my money on Backlenko. Now, the second player is a bit more of a mystery, and again, you got to play that. You got to play the sleuthing, right? Unless a kid comes out and tells me, and I've had it happen. Emmett Moorhead told me right away when he was going to commit. I've had a few others that have when I'm talking to them, they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to be committing tomorrow." Um, I haven't heard anything like that for this group. So I look at the players that are available that were on campus for that other get in tweet from Jeff Halfley, and. I look at at who's who's the names that could pop. Who are the names that could definitely be the next commitment for BC? Now, you could go with something simple like Josiah Griffin. Uh, he is the brother of wide receiver Joseph Griffin II. He's a he's a senior this year from Springfield, Massachusetts. He's a defensive lineman, um, and I know he he was on campus for an official visit last week, and he would be an easy. I mean, given that his brother goes there. Um, and he doesn't have a huge offer list. He's not ranked by 247 Sports yet. Um, I, I could see him, but I'm not sure. I wonder if he's a take or not. I, you know, I, I imagine Halfley doesn't want to upset the Griffin family, but you know, there's other names out there that might be higher on their list. He could be someone. Then there was Parker Jenkins, a running back from Texas, uh, who's got a ton of big offers. And um, BC already has a run, running back in Dr. L. Jones, but Based off of what they're offering, I imagine they're going to go for a couple here. Um, Jenkins, I from what I've read and, and talked to, I had a great visit. But I think of him as a guy that's got a little bit more um, to do in terms of his recruiting trip. I think he's got more that he's going to look into and, and more avenues that he's going to explore. So I don't think it'll be Parker Jenkins. The name I come back to every single time is Kelby Vass- Vaslin, a w- wide receiver from Bowie, Texas. So Kelby Vaslin, he's 6'2", good size, um, not ranked, but has started to put together a decent offer list that includes Cal, Colorado, Kansas. Um, and he was on campus last week and tweeted out that he loved the culture and things that are being built there at Boston College. To me, that's that's a that's a telltale right there, right? He doesn't have any other official visits uh, set up right now that I know of. So to me, Vaslin, Valson, excuse me, seems like a very high probability of being that other commitment. And you know, that gives you two wide receivers. That gives you Jaden Skeet from Catholic Memorial, a uh, local kid, and a kid from Texas. Uh, and that would also be the second, I think, I believe it's the second commitment from the state of Texas for for Boston College. Again, Jeff Halfley has made a very concerted effort in recruiting that area. And, and understanding that Texas is very talented in terms of high school players. They're much more polished than you could get in, say, New England, where the, the, the high school leagues are not as, as renowned as they are down in the, in the Lone Star State. So I, I, would, I think there's a great get if they get him. I know he's not ranked, but you look at the offer list, that explains to you why 
BC would take him. So that's my guess. Um, I have been told, just as a heads up, that one of the commitments will be announcing soon. I was told that on Monday, but I haven't heard anything yet. So I'm assuming one's going to pop, and it could happen before after I record this. And I got to tell you, folks, I'm not unrecording this this podcast. Um, and so I think that could be something else to watch for uh, on on Wednesday when you're you know hanging in the office and clicking refresh on Twitter or whatnot. You could find out who BC is going to land. In a moment, I want to get into the needs list of what Boston College probably still has left with their class of 2023. Look at some of the positions, what where Boston College could be spending the you know their their last 15 plus scholarship offers. We'll get into that in just a moment. But let me tell you about our good friends at Built Bar. You know how our friends at Built are always coming out with new amazing flavors? Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with their new mud pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new mud pie flavor in both mud pie pie brower and mud pie puff. Wow, you gotta try those out. Now, sure, what does mud pie taste like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this one. The new mud pie pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try the mud pie as soon as possible. And if you need to hurry because the mud pie and mud pie puff are going to sell out fast. So head on over to built.com. Check out these, their, their flavor profiles and the nutrition on these bars, 150 calories, eight grams of sugar. How are you going to beat that? And what I just described, it sounds like a decadent treat, but it's a built bar. It's good. It's going to give you the fuel you need to get through your day. So head on over to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. We are slammed into recruiting talk here at Locked On Boston College. But before we get into our next subject, I want to tell you about the NBA Mock Draft. The ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus the Odyssey Insiders. First pick is June 16th. So search the ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. All right, back to recruiting. Uh, You know, the regular team, the, the the football team, you know, the other programs, they're on hiatus right now. Football won't be back on campus for another month. They're, they're working out, doing things like that. But recruiting, the news is coming in fast and furious. And, you know, the next two weeks for BC football could easily, you know, give them the foundation of their class for this upcoming 2023 group. Folks have been asking, and I want to kind of talk about it, like what positions are they looking at? What positions are they trying to fill? And where are those scholarships going to go? So first of all, I saw that Connor Cox, a tight end from, I believe, South Carolina, committed to the Gamecocks. And then Jackson Carver, a very well sought after uh, tight end from, he was from uh, Indiana, I believe, and then moved to Connecticut, uh, committed to the U on, um, on Tuesday. So two names that were targeted went to other schools. And I had someone ask me, like, AJ, did they just get cooled off on them? And for the tight end position, because that's all we talk about here on Lockdown Boston College is tight ends, is that BC landed two last year, right? They had Jeremiah Franklin from, um, I want to say Maryland, and Matt Regan from Massachusetts. So two then. And then you got Holden Simmons from this year, from um, locally. And you have three tight ends. You don't probably are not going to go with four in two classes. So my thought with that position is that tight ends are done. I think tight ends are done. They 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 got what they wanted because I, I I do believe that they had a chance at Connor Cox. Um, he was on campus when I was at the spring game. I ran into him there. Um, I just don't think they have the room for him. So I think they're going for other positions. 
Now, I think they're going to sprinkle a lot of different positions out there. And three big ones, I think they're going to probably just go with one or two players at each of these positions. And the first is running back. We mentioned Parker Jenkins from Texas is a big name. But there's also Marquise Collins. There's the kid from Georgia. Uh, there's quite a few different names that they could go for. So I think I don't think they'll go for three, but I think they'll go for two at running back. You know what might not surprise me is if they go for a second quarterback. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility that they land a second quarterback. I mean, if you look at the depth of the quarterback position, it's not that deep. And I'm not saying they're going to go get like Arch Manning or try to get like a, a elite quarterback. But if like there's a a solid kid from one of their feeder schools that they always go after, I could see BC going there. So that would be not that wouldn't be a surprise. I think you're probably going to see three offensive linemen. We already saw Wickow. There's an, another. Uh, mystery recruit recruit we just talked about that we don't know about. Uh, and I think they'll probably go with a third one. So like if, if Crouch was to commit and Amir Herring wanted to come, they would definitely do that. Um, so I think they'll go with three offensive linemen. And now the big question folks have been asking me is linebacker. And I've only seen like two linebackers that Boston College is really in on. Uh, Pau from uh, Nevada, I believe his name is Fav. Sorry, Pele Fao is his name. Uh, he's a 6'1", 215 uh, linebacker from Las Vegas, Nevada. He's coming the last week of camp. I think he'd be one that I would watch to commit. Um, he's only visiting BC and Cal, so if he, be, I like where BC kind of lands on that. Uh, so he'd be one I would watch for. And there's you know one or two other kids. So linebacker's not one. I don't think BC's going to go all that hard in. Um, I think that will be a quieter position, You know, one player, if they can get him. Defensive back, I mean, it, it's become the running joke for for recruiting for BC is that Jeff Halfley just recruits a ton of defensive backs. And I think it's going to be the case again this year. Like, you've got a ton of really talented kids. I've mentioned Roderick Pleasant before, uh, but there's others out there um, that I think BC is going to get involved in. I wouldn't be surprised to get, like, four defensive backs. I mean, four or five maybe uh, to fill out that position. Because you, you could do a bunch of different things, right? You can go with the safeties. You can go with defensive backs. You can go with those hybrids at safety linebacker like um, Sione Hollow was last year. He was considered a defensive back when you talked about the recruiting. Um, but he ended up kind of a, a hybrid role there for BC. Now, that kind of gives you a, a, an overview of where the, re the recruiting is right now. Um you know, they could also get a kicker or a punter. I'm sure that would happen too. Uh, but they have 10 commitments right now. Two are, are mystery, so it's 12. It gives them about 13, right? Your goal then, so you got three from the first week. You probably want to get three from the second week. And you're going to get three from the final week. That gives you, if my math is correct, uh, 17 or 18 recruits. That, on, that, that gives you some flexibility to get some recruits that come along later, maybe some ones that you're working on. I like that. I think it's a, it's kind of a good system for them. And it's not like in years past with Adazio or because of COVID that things just kind of went real fast. I think they're really slowly evaluating these players, and that's how they're finding these diamonds in the rough and, and guys that aren't diamonds in the rough but are, are talented players that could do some things for the Eagles. But in our final segment, I want to talk about Googs. I'm going to talk about defensive, um, offensive line coach Dave DeGuglielmo. And I want to tell you why I think he's the perfect fit for BC. Um, as, he, as he starts to get some commitments on the trail, I think it's really showing why BC landed him as their offensive line coach. And it's a perfect fit. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. So 
we talked about recruiting, and one name that, as I said, popped up, he's been real quiet for the last couple months, is Dave DiGuglielmo. The big dog stuff, you know, when Mitch and I used to have on Sundays our uh, big dog of the week um, tweets, uh, they've kind of slowed down because Googs has had to go out on the on the trail. He's traveling all across the country trying to find the next big dog uh, for BC, and he's landed too. And you're starting to see, like, I mean, if if the two are, I mean, any of the following three, Luke Backlanko, Michael Krauns, and Amir Herring, if it's two of those three, um, or one of those one of those three, along with Wickow, you have to be happy where Googs has started. So I think. Googs is a perfect example of the perfect fit for BC for multiple reasons. Um, he has an infectious personality. I am always a big fan, as long as he's authentic about it, that he will real that that personality that he has. I've talked I mean, we talked to Christian Mahogany about it. We talked to Dennis Grossell on our podcast. You can check out those interviews in our archive. They have both brought up Googs and they've talked about how he's, you know, a hoot. He's he's hilarious out there, right? But he's also very defined and very uh, detail-oriented. He's going to help these guys, right? So I think that personality will really resonate on the recruiting trail. Um, And we're starting to see it start to pay dividends. Because remember, Googs, when he first started recruiting, he kind of had to restart those relationships that these players had with Matt Applebaum, right? The positional coaches for recruiting, um, it, it was kind of you know tossed to the side for a new coach. And I thought, if I was watching for a while, I was like, oh man, what's going to happen here with this coach? Because it doesn't seem like he's doing much. But now he's getting the players on campus. Now he's starting to get some inroads with these kids. And you're starting to see why Dave DiGuglielmo is a great fit, especially on the recruiting trail. But it's not just the recruiting trail that I see him succeeding for BC. You know, I put up on Locked On BC's Twitter page, um, a poll that said, you know, what's some of the biggest concerns for next year? And one that I put up there, so I had the health of Phil Dracovic, the uh, play of the defensive line, but I think the one that ended up winning was the play of the offensive line. And I could totally get the, the nervousness about this, right? And we've talked about this before. There's four new offensive linemen starting next year. It's projected right now to be Jack Conley, Finn Durstein, Drew Kendall, and uh, Ozzie Trapillo around Christian Mahogany. But what could be the easiest way to get around the youth issue? Because, you know, you don't have to be a Boston College fan to remember some of the excuses that Steve Adazio made about youth. Well, you get a coach in here that is experienced and has the the wherewithal to work with younger kids. And I think that's where Googs works well, right? You got a guy that has been and seen everything. He's been to Super Bowls. He's coached in college ranks. He's coached with Tom Coughlin. He knows every, he's he's a he's a well of information, and he's not just a, a funny meme creator or whatever. He is a you know he's got that that background. Now he's not asked to do. I mean, Patriots fans are going to go. Well, you know, the year that Googs was the head uh, the offensive line coach for the, for Belichick, he was a mess. Well. I would also argue that this isn't having this doesn't have to do with BC uh, playing at the college ranks, and that that's a big difference, right? You're gonna get you're gonna get Clemson, but you also get other teams that aren't as good, and Clemson's gonna be out of this world. But I I love the ability I think of Googs to to work with these young players that haven't had a ton of time, whether it's Drew Kendall or Ozzy Trapillo or Jack Conley, uh, who have not really got. They haven't really received the starter snaps that you'd want for an experienced offensive line. I think Googs is going to be able to teach them things. 
And I think no knock on Matt Applebaum, but I think he's a better fit for this. Um, Applebaum obviously had some experience, but it's nowhere near the level that Googs has. And so as we get prepared for the Boston College 2022 season, you know, I'm going to be going to practices and, and get, get to talk to the staff and stuff like that. But I'm looking at this offensive line. I want, I want to see what they're going to be able to do. How are they going to look in practice? How are they going to look in scrimmages? And I think that should give us a better signal. And I honestly think BC put themselves in the best position, knowing the issues that they had coming into the season to win with that offensive line by hiring a coach like Dave Googs. And I'm not going to get into the order of operations. Did Matt Applebaum get fired first or did he go, or go to another school or whatever happened? That's all behind the doors, closed stuff that we don't know and people can guess and, and um, you know rumor and, and, and speculate on. But whatever the case, BC ended up on the right end of it, getting an offensive line coach, I think, that will be an asset come the end of the season. Now, thank you all for listening. This is AJ Black. I've had a cold all day. I've got a really bad stomach bug. Um, and so I'm going to go and sleep because I am exhausted. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ's Black underscore BC or at Locked on BC. Thank you all. Take care.